0: And now we come to the readings and the prayer for illumination. Almighty God, you have shed upon us the new light of your word. May this light shine forth in our lives through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the responsive reading this morning is Psalm 148 which is printed in the bulletins a reading from Psalm 148 <clears throat> praise the Lord praise the Lord from the heavens praise him in the heights all his praise, praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars.
2: Praise, praise him, you highest heavens, and, and you waters above the
1: heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created.
2: He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds, which <inaudible> cannot be
1: passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps.
2: Fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command.
1: Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars. Wild animals and
2: all cattle, creeping things and flying birds.
1: Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth. Young men
2: and women alike, old and young together.
1: Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven.
0: He has raised up a
2: horn for his people. Praise for
0: all his faithful,
2: for the people of
0: Israel who are close to him.
2: Praise the Lord.
1: Our Gospel reading is found in the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. A reading from Luke. Listen for the word of the Lord. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Here ends the gospel lesson. Thanks be to God for his word and to his name be glory and praise. Amen.
0: Angels from the Realms of Glory, it's number 146. First, a moment of prayer. O Lord, give us a clear vision of the truth, faith in your power, and confident assurance of your love. Amen. (coughs) On December the 23rd, 1908, A baby was born in Turkey in a town called Mardin. The baby was named Yosef or Joseph. Armenia was a beautiful country. The residents even called it the Garden of Eden. But the breathtaking beauty of that country was in sharp contrast to the brutality with which the Armenians were persecuted. But the boy's family, the baby boy, escaped. They went to Syria in 1922 when he was 13. And on New Year's Eve, 1925, they landed in Halifax, to begin life in the New World, first with an uncle in Sherbrooke, Quebec, and then a little later to a photography school in Boston, and then Ottawa in 1932. He eventually became one of the great photographers of the world, Joseph who died in the Boston Hospital in 1961. He published the story of his life, an amazing story that began in Armenia under Turkish rule, a life which then brought him to North America and into contact with some of the greatest names of the era. He called his story In Search of Greatness, and the list of the great who came to him to be photographed would indicate that the book was well-named. The list is impressive, names like Khrushchev, John F. Kennedy, Castro, Mandela. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Marian Anderson, Pablo Casals, Picasso, Einstein, Dag Hammarskjold, Eisenhower, Robert Frost, Helen Keller, Jean Sibelius, Albert Schweitzer, but there's one name that I wanted to concentrate on for a moment. It was the photo of Winston Churchill that gained him lasting fame. Now, Churchill came to Canada in 1951, in the early days of World War II. He came to appear in Parliament and to thank Canada for its contribution to the war effort. So a photo a photo op with Karsh was arranged Uh, Sir Winston came into the room, sat down, and lit his cigar. And at a precise moment when Karsh was ready to take the picture, he reached out and grabbed the cigar out of Churchill's mouth and hand. Karsh said that Churchill looked so belligerent he could have devoured me. And then Churchill said you can even make a roaring lion stand still with your photograph. So one of the most widely reproduced image in history took place at that moment. The photo of Churchill appeared a short while after on the cover of Life magazine and, of course, uh, has been seen thousands and thousands of times since. So that is Joseph Karsh and his ability. The little town of Marden, where he was born, uh, had 27,000 inhabitants. Half were Christians and half were Muslims. He once recounted recounted that when he went to school, he carried a pocket full of rocks because he knew that the Turks would be throwing stones at him and rocks were his only defense. But when his mother heard this, she said to him, you must not come down to their level. If you have to cast a stone, be sure you miss. Years later, he wrote, My mother was one of the greatest Christians of our time. You see, he knew true greatness when he saw it. And after working with the world's greatest, he recognized that the quality he saw in his mother was the real thing. That was true greatness. I find it fascinating whenever I meet some of the so-called famous, the so-called great people, ball players, politicians, hockey players, entertainers. Some show signs of greatness in their friendliness and their interest in me. Now there are others who disappoint you wouldn't give you the time of day. That's the way it is when you meet the famous. But I wonder if Karsh had been living in the Roman Empire for half a century, about the time that the calendar changed, what greatness would he have sought out then? Perhaps Augustus Caesar? the first Roman emperor, Virgil, the epic poet. And if he had traveled to the eastern end of uh, the Mediterranean, might he have uh, come to an obscure province between the mountains and the Jordan River? He would possibly have made a portrait of Pontius Pilate and Caiaphas, the high priest. Maybe he would have even made a portrait of the wealthy young Nicodemus. And just maybe, would he have been led to a young carpenter, a rebel who went about doing good, a rebel who talked about Not the kingdom of Caesar, but the kingdom of God. And just as Karsh saw the true greatness of his mother, perhaps he would have seen the true greatness of the young man who turned the world's idea of greatness upside down. Listen as that voice says to his disciples, who thought they had connected with the greatest ruler of all time, the King of Kings. But listen as he says to them, if any of you want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it and those who lose their life for my sake will find it for what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life the last will be first and the first will be last yes I think the great photographer just may have been drawn to that kind of greatness. He may have detected the greatness of that young man, just as I hope that you will see it again, that you will sense it in this season, because that greatness of God is always searching for us. And every now and then, when we least expect it, it comes to us. And that's what I want you to remember today. Amen.